God bless you guys. God bless you. God bless you. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to the Know His Heart Studios. This is the second episode in the uh, studio. How exciting. How exciting. Got a little bit of a different angle uh, for you guys. Different viewpoint. Um, just to try to mix it up a little bit. I was kind of feeling the side angle. We'll, we'll see how I feel about this moving forward. Um, but I'm so glad you are here. Those of you that are on YouTube, those of you that are on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, huge shout out to you guys. Um, thank you for being here at the Know His Heart family. Really excited for today's episode. You may not know this. Not you may not know. You don't know. Um, but I'm about to tell you. So you're about to know. It is 1228 on Tuesday night, which I want this episode to come out tomorrow at 11. <clears throat> so technically it's not Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Um, but this is the beauty of having this space. And so we thank God for it. We're so thankful. We're so grateful. And now we have this space and we're able to use this space and we don't have to like worry about going to the studio. Now I can record just anytime here. And I was supposed to go recording yesterday um, and on Monday, but your boy was procrastinating. I'm not going to lie to you. Your boy was procrastinating. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up, man. Let me just lay down a little bit, and then I'll get up and do the episode. Big mistake. Do not ever trust me if I say that I'm going to lay down. If you hear me say, yeah, bro, I'm going to lay down, and then just for a little bit, and I'm going to get up and do it, I lied to you. It may not have been on purpose. I may, had, I may have had every intention of getting up, but your boy lied. Because <laughs> when I laid down... Your boy lied because when he lied down, let me stop. That was, that was, no, that don't work grammatically. But when I, when I lay down, I laid it down or lied it down, whatever. And, um, I didn't get back up. Procrastination at its finest. Um, church announcements though. Church announcements, church announcements. Let's get those out of the way really fast. I promise I'm not going to take so long in the intro this time. Uh, just to let you guys to know real quick, subscribe. If you have not subscribed, do you have commitment issues? Because that's a whole other issue right there. That's a whole other problem we need to address because 61% of you, last time I checked, and I checked a long time ago, a couple months ago, 61% um, of the viewers are not subscribed. So it's like, um, red flag, you don't want to commit to the Know His Heart family. Hit that subscribe button and turn on the notification bell. And those of you that are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, hit the follow button. Turn on the notifications so you know when the new episode drops. I know for the Spotify and Apple Podcast family, we have been a little behind on getting the episodes over to those platforms outside of YouTube. Two things we could do about that, right? You can head over to YouTube and subscribe over there because the episodes go there first. And I'm also going to be way on top of like uploading. So like because I'm handling the editing now and stuff, Excuse me. Wow, sorry. I'm going to be uploading it right straight to... <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. This is live. I'm hiccuping. It's getting out of hand. I'm going to um, be uploading it straight to Apple Podcasts and Spotify that same night that I hit the upload button. So they should be releasing same day, except if it... It never takes more than a couple hours to clear for those platforms. So they'll be releasing same day moving forward, God willing. I'm sorry. Um, but turn to your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and tell them, is your spirit eating good? But I want you to say it with the accent, just like me with the Southern accent, uh, is your spirit eating good? Come on now, somebody. Um, this is a topic I actually wrote down a long time ago. Let me move this chair because my back is killing me. Ah. Not a great chair. I need to get a new chair. That is for sure. 
any recommendations for a go-to for chairs, let me know. If you want to give me a chair, <laughs> let me know. Um, is your spirit eating good? So this is a topic I wrote down a long time ago. I like to write topics down ahead of time anytime they come to me. Um, and I got it from a conversation I was having with a friend. We were just talking about these kinds of things. And, and I think it's so important that you have friends that you can speak about the word with. Just speak encouraging conversations. Uh, let's go back to that other episode that we did about friends. Look, we're already into the episode. Praise God. Very short intro today. Uh, think about the friendships episode we did. If you have friends that are not pouring into you positive, in a positive manner, where you can have these kinds of edifying conversations with them, you need to reconsider your friend group. And so I thank God that I have people around me that I can engage in these kinds of edifying conversations. Um, you know, I'm not saying you always got to be talking about the Bible, but quite often we do speak about the Bible. And um, it's, it's, it's a blessing to be able to have people that you can do that with. <clears throat> so we were talking. Uh, some of you are probably noticing that I'm in a much better mood than last week. Um, we're just trusting on the Lord. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're still going through it, but we're trusting on the Lord, and God is good throughout through every circumstances, and I got to keep my joy somehow. And I think I'm also just excited to record this episode because, um, I don't know, I just I really enjoy this. So, um, And we were talking, wow, all over the place today. And she was saying, whatever you feed will be stronger. Whatever you feed will be stronger. And there was this little, like, I don't know if it was a study, but it's like una anécdota, algo así, como una historia que alguien contó, like a little story or, or what's that word? What's anécdota in English? Like a little uh, tale, or I, I guess you could call it that, that someone told. And it's like there's two dogs, and you can always tell which dog the owner loves more based on which dog is stronger or which dog the owner feeds more. <clears throat> so we're already off the back. We're coming out, blade, guns blazing, we're firing. You can tell who the owner loves more by which dog the owner feeds more. You can tell who the favorite is by which the owner feeds more. So the premise of this episode is who do you love more? There we go. That's the quote we're gonna put in the in the in the in the thumbnail. Who do you love? Who do you love more? Who are you feeding more? Because you can claim to love the Lord more, but are you feeding your flesh more than you're feeding your spirit? And so this is something that is so important for us to understand because whatever you feed more will be stronger. And we have a lot of people, a lot of young people just people in general that are struggling to understand what is going on. Why is it that my flesh seems to be just so much stronger than my spirit? Why is it that I'm just struggling so much? And it may be because you are feeding your flesh more than you are feeding your spirit. You are feeding your flesh more than you're feeding your spirit. And this is something that can either happen blatantly and openly this is also something that can happen very in a low-key manner. Like you may not even notice or you may have blocked that out so much and, and confused yourself by the things that you do, thinking that your spirit is strong, but you've been fleeting, you're feeding your flesh all along. And you know what? Here's, here's another thing too. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We get it started early. Yes, God. Um, you, may, you may not even realize because you say, I'm not feeding my flesh 
but you're not feeding your spirit. And when you don't feed your spirit, by default, you are feeding your flesh. Right? Let me, let, let me, let me say this for you. When you do not feed your spirit, by default, you are feeding your flesh. You may say, well, but I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not like, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Just by not feeding your spirit, your flesh is becoming stronger and you find yourself in these cycles, in these things, because you were not feeding your spirit. This is an intentional thing. Because when you don't feed your spirit, sooner or later, tarde o temprano, como dicen por ahí, tarde o temprano la manzana cae. I just made that up right now. <laughs> Praise God. I just made up a I just made up a saying. You can have it. Let me say it in English for those of you that don't speak English, don't speak Spanish like that. You know who you are. I would call you out right now just to bother you because I know you listen. I would call you out just to tease you right now, but I'm not going to do that to you. <clears throat> Brittany. <laughs> She's going to be so 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 annoyed. She's going to come at me crazy, but um She's learning. She's working. She's working hard on her Spanish. Let me not do her like that. Um, sooner or later, the apple will fall. So even if you're not feeding your flesh directly, you indirectly feed your flesh when you do not feed your spirit because your flesh becomes strong. And what does this mean? All right. Okay. We're talking about feeding my flesh and feeding my spirit. What does this mean? What does this even mean? Because you can just say something, but Ogutu, I want you to help me understand it. Nate, I want you to help me understand what it means to feed my flesh and to feed my spirit. What is the flesh? The flesh represents the desires, the carnal desires of man. It's not literally talking about feeding your flesh. Oh, my God, you're saying that I, we can't eat now? Like, no, no, no. It's not a literal meaning. It's not a literal meaning. When the Bible talks about the flesh, when we say things like the flesh, feeding your flesh, what does that mean? It is talking about the carnal, natural desires of man because man has a natural tendency to lean towards sin. Once we gain consciousness between right and wrong, we have this tendency to lead towards sin. And the Bible says in Galatians 5.19, if you're taking notes, take notes, because this is an entertainment. Obviously, this is for entertainment, but I'm also trying to teach you. I found a newfound love for teaching. I used to, the Lord used to speak to me. Man, praise God, because this just hit me right now as I'm talking. The Lord used to speak to me about teaching. He's like, yo, you have the ministry of, of teaching. You're going to teach. And I used to say, I hate teaching. I do not want to teach. I do not have the patience to teach. I do not want to teach. Man, when I tell you I love teaching, like I'm not those person. I'm not one of those people that like to gatekeep. I, I will share it. I am want willing and dying to share with you everything I know. I'm not out here gatekeeping. Absolutely not. Um, I want I want to share with everyone. So I love teaching, man. So I want to teach you some things as well on this on this podcast. I'm a preacher at heart. You guys know that. You guys, you guys, ustedes saben eso de mí, saben saben eso ya. But um, Galatians five nineteen. Now the works of the flesh. I'm reading the English Standard Version. The works of the flesh are evident. Mm. They are evident. It means they are clear. There was no confusion here. God is not a God of confusion. Let's look up the definition of evident. I'm not preaching to you. I promise you I am not preaching to you. I just want to teach you something. Plain or obvious, clearly seen or understood. Mm, look at the language that God is using in this specific version. 
God wants you to understand what the works of the flesh are. And we understand by reading his word, by studying his word, getting into his word, once again, feeding your spirit. The words of the, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity. Mm. Some of you, mm, some of you, including, including myself, we thought that impurity meant sexual immorality. So why would God separate them here in his word? Oh, 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 hold on. We're coming. We're coming. Look at what God does. He says sexual immorality, comma, impurity, comma, sensuality. Mm. But we have often grouped these three categories into one. We've grouped impurity into sexual immorality. We've grouped sensuality into sexual immorality. But God lists them here as separate in his word. So you can be impure while not being sexually immoral. Come on now. Impurity means contamination. So you may be contaminating your heart. Mm. We thought impurity was only sexual immorality, but God, in other words, what if God is telling us that impurity also means hatred against your brother? What if impurity also means roots of bitterness? What if impurity also means contaminating yourself with con the consumption of that which does not edify? What, what if impurity means, see, you see what I'm saying? What if impurity means entertaining the world, the things of this world, because God calls us to be holy and holy means to be separated. And when you are impure, you are contaminated. Oh, so and then we talk about sensuality. Hmm. We said, oh, that's sexual immorality. You can be sensual without being sexual. Sexually immoral, let's say that. Right. As men and women of God, it is our responsibility. Look, we must understand these things. It says they are evident. Or in other words, they are understood. We must understand. We must understand them. Right. We're being sensual, but it is our responsibility as men and women of God to ensure that we are not being sensual, that we are not being a tripping stone, a stumbling block for our brother or our sister. Because a lot of times we, we put all this weight on women Oh, women don't be sensual. The men be out here being sensual. The men be out here being stumbling block for the sisters in Christ. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. And so we must be careful with this. Right. We must be careful with this. Idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, uh, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies and things like these. Ah, so not only limited to what is specifically said, but there are times in the Bible, especially like this, where we don't need to take the word, take it word for word. There are other things outside of what is said here, because some people will say, well, it doesn't say that in, in Galatians 5, so it must not be a works of the flesh. Big break sound. Big break sound. I don't know if I want to edit a break sound into the podcast. We're going to go with what I just said with my mouth. It says things like these. In other words, it is open to interpretation. It is open to other things that we must keep in mind. This is where your spirit comes in. This is where your, your convictions come in. Things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. These are, well, this is what we're talking about when we say the works of the flesh. Feeding your flesh, these kinds of things. And so we must feed our spirit Right? Because we want our spirit to be stronger. 
And so, all right, because, and, and yes, I'm giving you Bible because I want you to understand what I'm saying. I don't want to just say things just so it can sound cool. You guys know that. Those that know me know that I've been, I've been so big on this. I do not like that in the church we get caught up in saying things just so they can sound cool. But we are not giving our the people of God an understanding. We're not giving them context. We're just saying things. So I want to give you context because you know what? When it comes time for you to share this message forward or when it comes time for you to apply this to your life, I don't want you to tell hell I'm feeding my spirit because Ogutu said this. Absolutely not. I want to give you biblical context so that you can say, devil, I'm feeding my spirit because the Bible says this. Mm, Jesus said it is written. The fruits of the spirit, Galatians chapter five, just further down, verse 22. The fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. So are you feeding your spirit things that edify? Are you feeding your flesh? And whatever you feed will be stronger. So we need to be careful what we are consuming, people of God. We need to be careful what we are consuming. And by this, I'm not saying, oh, don't watch that movie because it's got killing in it. Or it's got a sex scene in it. We're, we're adults here. Okay? We are, we are adults especially those that are married or have been married. We've experienced those, like, you know, certain things as adults where we're adults here. And so I'm not saying that you can't go watch a movie that has, like, a kill scene or a sex scene or whatever. That's, that's, that's not my prerogative. That's not my place to tell you that. But what I am saying is that we all have a Holy Spirit that guides us, and a lot of times we ignore that Holy Spirit, and he will tell you, hey, no good, too much, back off a little bit, you've been consuming too much violent things, you've been watching things that are way too sexual, like it's got a sex scene in there, whatever, blah, 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 we're grown, but you've been watching things that are borderline pornography, you need to pull it back, pull it back, there's been programs, there's been shows, programs, like this is 1954, there's been shows that I, have to, that I have had to stop watching because there is way too much sex and immorality. And I'm just like, this isn't feeding my spirit. This isn't even entertaining. It's disturbing at this point. I've got I've to stop this because I can't keep feeding my, my flesh these things because I'm certainly not feeding my spirit. And then I start to notice that I'm, 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 I'm feeling these lustful desires. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, where is this coming from? It's what I was consuming. Because this specific show just had way too much. It has some of my favorite actors from Spain. And it's called The Elite. It's a show in Spanish. Way too much sex and immorality. They even got into incest. When I saw the incest, I said, I'm out. Cut the show off. Didn't watch it no more. We have to understand what it is that we are, what we, what it is that we are feeding. And a lot of times we are breaking our head, not understanding why it is that we are so weak, but it's because you have not been feeding your spirit. You've been feeding your flesh with sexual immorality. You've been feeding your flesh with these gossip, gossip conversations. Bro, you've ever wondered why you don't have peace? I felt this way. I'm like, God, I don't feel peace. I just feel this constant, like just toxicity, this constant stress. And it's because you've been surrounding yourself with toxic 
conversations, with gossipy conversations, with, bro, the Bible says que en el mucho hablar uno peca, that when you speak too much, you sin. And so we, we are consuming these things that are not feeding our spirit, but then we claim to want to have a relationship with God who is spirit. He is not flesh. He came and was flesh. Jesus came and was flesh, but he is no longer flesh. And so we are trying to relate to a spiritual God living a carnal life. Oh, all right. Come on now. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. We're trying to relate to a spiritual God living a carnal life. And we're not just talking about things like fear. I mean, things like sin and stuff. But we're also talking about fear, a lack of faith, doubt. You cannot feed your spirit fear. You cannot feed your spirit fear because God has not given us. what is, I know what in Spanish. Dios no, no nos ha dado. Excuse me, I'm burping because you know I'm talking a lot. That's normal. That that happens. Excuse me. It's, no nos ha dado un espíritu de cobardía, sino de poder, de amor y dominio propio. Right? So let's let's look for it in English. You guys know. For oh, second second of Timothy one seven. So we're gonna go there. We're gonna get it in, in the English Standard Version, which is the version that I read. Um, I was recommended. Some people like the New King James Version. <clears throat> For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So some of us claim to be serving a God that is a God that is a spirit. He is a, but we are feeding our flesh with things like fear, with things like doubt. And I'm not saying we can't fear and we can't doubt. Those moments Come, but do not try to sustain yourself off of those things because it's like when you try when you're hungry. Mm -hmm. When you're when I'm hungry, I hate eating snacks. When I'm hungry, I hate eating chips and candy and things like that. It makes me sick. It makes me want to throw up. It messes up my appetite. Messes up my stomach. When I want real food, when I'm hungry for real food, I cannot eat snacks. I get a stomach ache. I need real food, and so the problem is. We have a spirit that is hungry, but we've been trying to feed our we've been trying to feed our uh, spirit with the wrong things, with fear, with sin, with doubt, with anger, with envy, with gossip. And it's causing you to have a spiritual stomach ache. It's causing you to have a spiritual stomach ache. You have just been off. And so. God is asking us, what are you feeding What is your day-to-day -day life looking like? Are you meditating on the Lord? Are you, are you, and I'm going to give my personal opinion here. Some of you may not agree with me. A lot of you may not even agree with me with what I'm about to say, but I believe in speaking my truth and I believe that I have biblical and spiritual context to back myself. But I also want to preface what I'm about to say by saying this. We don't always have to agree to be brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay. We don't always have to agree to be brothers and sisters in Christ. We don't. Take secular music, for example. I'm going to give my opinion on secular music. I do not believe that all secular songs are wrong or bad. I don't. I think there's plenty of secular music that have no malice, que no tienen malicia. You know, as Christians, do we not fall in love? Do we not fall in love as Christians? I, I would hope so because we do. We get married. We date. We, we, we fall in love as Christians. So I believe that a love song, I'm not talking about a sexual song. I'm talking about a, a simple love song. Why is it that that is all of a sudden a bad thing? 
You know, it's art. The arts and the gifts come from God, whether you serve God or not. So, for example, a love song, I don't think is wrong because one day I will sing a love song to my wife. And the book of Songs of Solomon, that is one big, long love song that actually gets quite sexual. And it's in the Bible. But we're not going to go down that route right now. That's a whole other episode. It's a whole other conversation because I need I, that requires a lot of Bible, a lot of context, and we don't want to get people out of context with that. But the Song of Solomon is, is a basically a, a one big love song. And so that's my view on, for example, secular music. But I think we need to be very careful with what secular music we are consuming. There are plenty of secular songs that do not edify. As a person who is trying to abstain from premarital sex, I don't think that a song, like I don't think that me constantly consuming day in and day out music about fornication is edifying to me. I, I don't think it is. As a person who doesn't engage in violence, I don't think that day in and day out consuming music about killing someone is edifying to my spirit. It's not. So we need to be careful with what we are taking in, with what we are allowing in our lives. There are certain things that we need to moderate. There are certain things that we need to keep completely out of our lives in order to be able to feed our spirit. Now, do not confuse doing the will of God with feeding your spirit. Do not confuse that, right? Because you can be busy, but you can be empty. You can be busy and your spirit can be hungry. Feeding your spirit is your spirit eating good. See, feeding your spirit does not mean being busy. That's not what it means. It means having a relationship with the Lord. Aside from ministry and all of that, do you have a relationship with God? Do you know God and does he know you? Do you have a prayer life? Do you meditate on the Lord? Are you thinking about him? Do you delight in the Lord? Entra por su puerta con acción de gracia, por sus atrios con alabanza. Watch this. Watch watch this. This just came fresh from heaven right now. Watch this. Oh, I'm excited to drop this on you, but I want to find I want to find the 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 verse in English. Psalms 104. Watch this. Praise God. Praise God. This is this is fun. This is fun. It's the preacher at heart, man. When you get a revelation, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Right? Watch this. The Bible says, Entra por su puerta con acción de gracia por sus atrios con alabanzas. This is just me. I'm not saying that this is what it is. Take what I'm about to say lightly. Do I? Right? We have commonly understood that to be talking about the church. His courts. The church. You enter church praising God. But, but the Bible says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So this house is God's house. This house where I live at such and such address, I almost threw my address out over the, <laughs> although a lot of people know where I live, I literally almost threw my address over the episode. Uh, not, not, not a good idea. My house is the Lord's house. So does that not mean that I should come through the gates of, through these front doors with thanksgiving, with praise, 
right? This is what a relationship with God means, that it's not only in the four walls of the church, but it is everywhere in your life. It is a lifestyle. Are you feeding your spirit with the way that you live? Are you meditating on the, on the Lord? Are you rejoicing? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you rejoicing and being glad? Are you delighting in the things of the Lord? This is what happens when we feed our spirit, when we are constantly negative. And I have been a, 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 the one to just be a negative Nancy. But are we constantly being negative? Are we constantly uh, being Debbie Downers? Are we constantly hyper-focusing on everything that is not going right? You are feeding your flesh. And, and in the end, your flesh will be stronger and it will become ever more difficult to serve the Lord this way. Feed your spirit so that when temptation comes, your weak is your flesh is already at a disadvantage. Your flesh is already weak because, see, we like to tap in when the difficulty comes. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let me get spiritual. But your flesh is like, oh, you've been feeding me for the past two months. Go ahead and try to pray. I'll beat it. Go ahead and try to believe. I will beat your faith. And your spirit is like, now you want to feed me? I'm not even I'm not even ready. I'm starting from behind. I'm at a disadvantage because you haven't been feeding me the past two months. But now a trial or tribulation came and now you want to force feed and just make and just expect your spirit to be strong. Feed your spirit beforehand so that in the day of difficulty, your spirit is strong and ready to go. Do not wait for the moment of difficulty to tap in. Don't wait till it gets hard. To then want to tap in and get super spiritual. Have a relationship with God. Feed your spirit, not your flesh. Examine yourself. Most likely the reason why you've been struggling is because you've been feeding your flesh. Take a break from the TV shows and I'll talk to myself first. I'll talk to myself first. Take a break from the phone and from socials. I'm always on social media. I'll talk to me first. Take a break from the socials. Get into your prayer. Get into your word. Spend some time with God. Not only talk to God, but listen. Spend some time with people having edifying conversations. Get away from these conversations that are constantly negative, constantly dirty, constantly sexual, constantly like we have to 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 uh, 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 examine ourselves and realize I said we. I didn't say you. I said we because this is for everyone, including myself. So I'll end with this. Wow, we just reached a 30-minute mark. That's awesome. We're probably going to be done in about 35 minutes, which is a perfect length. <clears throat> Look in the Bible. This story about the story in First of Kings about Elijah, Elias in Spanish. God goes to Elijah. And as Elijah was sleeping under a broom tree, an angel touched him and said, Arise and eat. In Spanish, levántate y come. Right? Levántate y come largo camino terrestre, o come vive largo camino terrestre. But we see that an angel of the Lord comes to him in this moment where he has just run for his life. We all know this story. He is in fear, so much so that he wants to die. He does not want to be alive anymore. Look what he says in and in first of Kings 19:4, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. He wanted to die. I wouldn't go as far as to say he was suicidal because he wasn't trying to take his own life. A lot of people say that Elijah 
was suicidal. I, I wouldn't go that 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 far. Um, but he wanted to die. Maybe that's the same thing. And he says, God, take my life. I don't want to live anymore. And so in this moment, God tells him, arise and eat. Now, God gives him a command. God does not request. God gives him an, an instruction. He says, arise and eat. God also does not say, get up and let me feed you. God says, arise and eat because it is up to you who you will feed. We have to we have to stop expecting God to come down from heaven and do everything for us young people. This generation is more entitled than ever. We are expecting everyone to do everything for us. We are expecting God to just spoon feed us blessings and spoon feed us liberation. But there is a time where you need to get up. God says, arise and eat. Who are you going to feed? Up to that point, Elijah was only feeding himself fear. He was terrified to the point where he did not want to live. And God says, arise and eat. And there was the food God provided. It was right there, but God didn't feed him. He had to eat. And he ate and drank, but he laid down again. And this is the thing. We now enter this cycle where we get a, a little bit of where, oh, I'm feeling strong. I just, came, I just came back from a camp this weekend. If there are some of you from the camp that are watching me right now or listening right now, you are on a spiritual high. I've been to a lot of camps in my life. A lot of camps that I went to as a guest, as just one of the youth going to the camp, and a lot of camps where I was the preacher, where I was the singer, I was the minister. I've been to, I've probably been to like 15 camps in my lifetime, youth camps, within the past 10 years. You are on a spiritual high right now. You just came back for the camp. You're feeling on top of the world. You're still thinking about camp. Some of you are still looking back at the pictures and the videos. And you're on a spiritual high. But it is up to you who you are going to feed moving forward. Are you going to feed your flesh? Or are you going to feed your spirit? And the problem is we come back from these camps. We come back from these spiritual high moments. And we fall into this cycle where we feed our spirit. We start to get high again. We start to feel strong again. But then we do like Elijah did. We go back and we lay down once more. And we fall asleep again. And then the spirit will come back. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time, touched him and said, arise and eat for the journey is too great for you. In Spanish, it says, largo camino te resta in the Reina Valera version. A long journey awaits you. You cannot continue in this cycle of you feed your spirit for a little bit. You go to the camp, you get super spiritual, you pray, you read the Bible, then you fall off and you start feeding your flesh again. And then you lay back down and go to sleep again, spiritually speaking. And then God comes to you again and he taps you again and says, hey, get up and eat. Get up and eat. Feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. Make sure your spirit is eating good. You have a long way to go. You cannot give up here. You cannot give up here. You have to, but then you go back and you lay back down again and you go to sleep spiritually and you start feeding your flesh. You stop feeding your spirit and the spirit comes to you and says, hey, get up, get up, get up. Make sure your spirit eating good. You need to get strong spiritually. You have a long way to go. And look what it says. It says he arose, ate and drank and went in the strength of that food. Not in the strength of the coro, not in the strength of the camp, not in the strength of, of, of the worship song. In the strength 
of that food. In other words, what he spiritually ate, what he ate, strengthen him so what you spiritually feed yourself strengthens you it's not worship is good i love music it's not enough we have too many young people that know how to sing but don't know how to pray don't know what to do when there's no music and this will expose you young people we cannot be caught up in you know every single song word for word but you don't know how to pray it's time to learn how to pray learn how to speak with god this is why you're caught in that cycle of where you start to get strong spiritually, but then you lay back down and you go to sleep again because you know how to do everything but spend time with the Lord. Everything but get into your word. Is your spirit eating good? What are you feeding? All right, I'm getting ready to close. What are you feeding? Whatever you feed will be stronger. Take your notepads out. Take your notes out. Get around people who spiritually feed you. I'm not saying they got to be, oh, it's only church all the time, which is nothing wrong with that, too. You know, but like people who, who have a sound spiritual mind, people who you can have edifying conversations with about the Lord, people who that it's not always gossip. It's not always sin. Ask yourself, when's the last time my friend group talked like we talked about the word of God? We talked about Jesus, you know? Don't dip on them now if you weren't talking about it either. Give it a try. Try to introduce these positive conversations to your Christian friend group. Hey, let's talk about the word. Let's talk. And if they're not down for it, you got to step out. Get yourself around people who want to have these edifying conversations, that want to meditate on the Lord, think about his word. Start to filter what you're consuming in your life. Not just conversations, friendships, but also media that you are consuming. Filter the media that you are consuming. Filter the social media that you are consuming. Filter the programs that you're watching, the things that you're reading. Filter them through the Holy Spirit of God. You have the Holy Spirit for a reason. Not, it's not just a song. It's not just a song. That's word. It really did break into you have access to the presence of God. Use that spirit for discernment. Filter what you're consuming. Filter your mind. The Bible says to take captive every thought to the knowledge of Christ. Paraphrasing, of course. Lleva cautivo todo pensamiento al conocimiento de Cristo. Filter your thoughts. Filter how you're talking to yourself. Are you speaking in a spiritual manner? Are you showing the fruits of the Spirit? Are you loving not only on others, are you loving yourself? Are you having peace not only with others, but do you have inner peace within yourself? fruits of the spirit what are you feeding because whatever you feed will be stronger a lot of times it's not as deep as we make it oh the devil is the devil is busy he's he's busy but not as it pertains to this it's just what you've been consuming it's just what you've been feeding feed your spirit don't feed your flesh get into your word get into prayer spend time with god Listen to that worship music. Listen to edifying things. Listen to podcasts. Have fun. Listen to funny things too. Like enjoy your life. You're young. You're a human being. There are other forms of arts that you can consume and all that good stuff. But feed your spirit more than you feed anything else. God bless you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with somebody. Listen, share this. I challenge you to share this with your entire youth group. If your youth group has a group chat, share this in your youth group. 
Share this podcast. Share this episode. Share the merch in your in your uh, uh, group chat. Share this with somebody in your family. I challenge you to share this with three people. Your group chat, a family member, a friend outside of your church. Share it. Share it. Let them hear this episode. Somebody might know that might need to hear this. Stick around. We have more episodes coming. Friday is the last day to order your merch for pre-sales. Come on, guys. We got to get to 50 orders. I had like 71 people tell me they wanted shirts. And then I was like, uh, <clears throat> where y'all at? The shirts are here. Where y'all at? Come on. We've sold 16 so far. But it was 71 of y'all that told me y'all want shirts. Where y'all at? Come on. Get your shirt. Get your merch. Represent the kingdom of God. I love you guys. Um, comment. You know, leave me a comment. You know, leave me a little, uh, you know, hit the hit the like button. Leave me a message. And um, I hope you guys uh, have a great day, night, whenever you're watching this. I'm out of here because I need some water. Jesus Christ, I am thirsty. Is your spirit eating good?